0: Welcome to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and I hope that you're having an amazing day, week, morning night afternoon whatever the fuck time it is i listen to podcasts all day long i've been on a podcast bender i'm not even lying um it's like drugs for me i can't get enough actually i can it's like if i'm just like constantly listening listening to podcasts it's like a constant high And I've been listening to Aubrey Marcus's podcast a lot and Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul Sunday podcast. Um, But if you haven't listened to Aubrey Marcus's podcast, I really recommend listening to number 137, which is with Paul Selig, who's a channeler, a spiritual guide channeler. It fucking blew my fucking mind. I'm not even kidding you. It's like... I was listening to it in the sauna today, and my jaw was dropped the entire time. I was just like blown away. Um, this is going to be a short intro because it's kind of a longer episode, but I dive deep into a question that I got from one of you guys about if I had any profound experiences in meditation, psychedelics, and or dreams. So I talk a lot about my crazy psychedelic experience the first time i ever tripped on lsd and something that happened to me um it was pretty much a near-death experience so if you're interested in that go ahead and listen if that's triggering for you in any way then you don't have to listen it's okay um or just skip through the, the the first part i also talk a lot about my fear of doing ayahuasca, but how I really am veering into the space of wanting to try ayahuasca, and that's why I kind of get into my first experience and my near-death experience involving LSD, because it kind of planted this seed of fear within me, but I wanted to really dive deep into that so that you guys better understand my fear of ayahuasca, even though I really still do want to try it. Um, I also get into acupuncture, I talk about out-of-body experiences, meditating, and with sound bowl healings. I talk about dreams and channeling ourselves into different dimensions and visiting loved ones who have passed. I talk about manifesting better dreams and what it means when a loved one comes into our dream, or what I think it means, at least. Um So this episode is really fun, and I think it'll resonate with you guys a lot, especially all you psychedelic lovers and dreamers and meditators. Yeah, I love talking about this shit. So we're just gonna get right into it. Um, If you enjoy this episode, please share it, review, subscribe, rate, and hope this resonates. Hope it's fun for you to listen to with whatever you're doing today. Let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram or my email. I'll put it in the show notes. So yeah, let's just get right into it. All right. The question that I'm diving into in this episode. Have you had any profound experiences in meditation, psychedelics, and or dreams? I love this question because... Yeah, I've had pretty fucking profound experiences in all three of those things. Um, This has actually been on my mind quite frequently, so it's kind of weird how this question just came through today, um, because I've been getting a lot of downloads and thoughts and people talking to me about ayahuasca, which is no surprise. I feel like everybody is kind of talking about ayahuasca since it's getting more popular in this, you know, spiritual industry. But more and more recently, uh, people have been telling me about their ayahuasca experiences. And one of my students in particular, she did ayahuasca for the first time in Costa Rica. She went to a kind of like a a retreat and, um, she did ayahuasca like four times and she said that one of the times that she did ayahuasca there I came into her her ayahuasca visions and like and she just did it again recently last week and she said that I came into her visions again so I just found that pretty crazy and awesome because just the fact that I came into her trip and I came into her visions while she was on ayahuasca like that kind of made me feel really really awesome and like connected to her and connected to the to the medicine even though I've never done it before and I kind of took that as a sign that maybe ayahuasca is something that I should bring into my life because I am going through a transformational period and trying to heal past traumas and You know depression and OCD and I've heard amazing things about it but this is what I was going to say so I have had a lot of experiences with with psychedelics um I used to go to music festivals all the time um I used to do acid and mushrooms and you know MDMA and ketamine and all that shit um not saying that I'm proud of it, but it is part of who I am, and I've had a lot of drug experiences, and that's just, you know, that's made me who I am today. I have maybe a deeper expression of, of like, mind capacity, and, you know, that's why I love explaining things. Um, I love talking about this stuff because I had a really crazy experience the first time that I ever did acid. Um... And to this day, I still try to make sense of it, and I there's you know there's no way to really make sense of it, but I'll just get right into it. Basically, the first time I ever did acid, um, I went to San Francisco to go to Outside Lands, which is a music festival in Golden Gate Park, um, right near like Ashbury Nashbury and like all that. Um, and I went with a couple friends who I'd gone to music festivals before with, and You know I would think I was 20 yeah I don't even think I was 21 I was 20 um yeah so I went and I knew that I was going to do acid for the first time and I was really excited and whatever and my my friend who is you know very experienced in psychedelics and all that and I'm not going to say his name obviously but he kind of took me under his wing and I felt very safe um But also, this was the first time I ever tripped on acid, so I think that maybe, you know, I wasn't expecting it to be this quite intense. Anyways, um, so I remember taking, I think we took a couple of of hits, and we also did uh, Molly, which I was already used to. I had done that before. But it hit me really hard, and we went to Base Nectar, and this was at the festival. And um, I remember feeling weird and feeling like I was, you know, overanalyzing people in the crowd, which is normal. Um, Just thinking about it right now kind of gives me anxiety, but like, I got through it, and it was amazing. But okay, to keep going with the story, we decided to go up to the front of the crowd or as far as we could get to go see base nectar and I don't even think we were in the crowd for more than like 20 minutes or 15 minutes Um, and I remember having an out-of-body experience I went out of my body and I felt like I was a leaf Um, I felt like my body had just kind of disintegrated and I turned into a leaf, I, I turned into the wind, and I was just, like, disappearing, in a way. Um, and I think that scared me. I think that I wasn't used to that. I had never had, like, an out-of-body experience like that, and something triggered um, in my brain. Something really scared me, I remember, because I screamed. I think I looked over, and I saw somebody that, like, just freaked me out. Um, I really don't remember like why I screamed, but I something terrified me and it could have just been like an image in my head, it could have been some somebody that just, you know, anything can trigger you when you're on acid, unfortunately. And when you're in a crowd full of people at a Base Nectar show, I mean, you know, anything could really happen, but I screamed and that's the last thing that I remember, but I do remember feeling a sharp pain in my head Um, and that's the last thing I remember and I collapsed I had a seizure Um, don't remember anything I was I think I was dead honestly I I don't remember anything though so I know that I just you know my body was kind of gone Um, I know I had a seizure I was told that I was lifted out of the crowd, and you know, somebody I don't know, I really don't know how it went down. And I still to this day, like, it's hard for me to even envision it because it triggers me into feeling terrified. Um, but I don't remember what happened. And I, I remember the next thing that I remember was I woke up in the medical tent, and obviously, I'm tripping on acid still. So, somehow my body was lifted out of the crowd over to the medical tent. And I I can't imagine, I can't imagine being in a crowd, seeing bass nectar, and seeing somebody have a seizure. Like, now, after that has all happened, now when I go to music festivals, I get terrified to witness it because I've been there and because. I know what it feels like to get to go through it and now when I go to a music festivals if I get triggered or if I sense somebody like ODing or if I see like people running or if I see a medic a medic running into the crowd like I instantly just get very terrified and very scared and um, you know that was probably one of the most traumatic events of my entire life so um, I do think that I died for (laughs) I don't even know how long um, because I don't remember anything I I was you know I was gone but I woke up in the medic tent and my friends were there and everything was moving and I remember being woken up by two nurses Um, I had pissed myself I don't think I shit myself, thank God, but yeah, i definitely pissed myself, I remember specifically because I was wearing tights under my shorts, and, you know, I didn't really care that I pissed myself, I was just, like, I was, at that point, understanding what happened, and when the nurse said to me, or the medic said to me, you're okay, you, you had a seizure, I, I literally heard the words come out of her mouth, but I I couldn't believe her. I I didn't believe it because I always felt like I was invincible. And I always felt like I was in control of my body. And the fact that I had a seizure and I went bye-bye for a little bit, it terrified me. And at this point, I'm tripping hardcore on acid. So... Thank God I was in the medic tent because I felt safe. Um, Me and my friends were in there, you know, just trying to calm down. And at this point, I was peeking. So I was looking at my friend. And as I'm looking at him, I think I was like maybe a foot away. Not even like I could touch his shoulders. I was just seeing kaleidoscopes. And I was just like, I was traveling so fast through this kaleidoscope tunnel that I didn't know. I didn't know if I was coming back. I didn't know if this was normal. I didn't know if this was gonna pass. Um, so thank God that he was there with me because he was hugging me and you know he he was comforting me. And I remember I was just like so at some points I remember my eyes kind of like fluttering and like going in the back of my head because it was just so intense that like you know. I just I couldn't I couldn't handle it and like I think the, the medics actually injected me with like Valium or something because when you have a seizure I, I don't even know I don't even know what they did that's the thing is like I still don't remember but they they probably gave me like Ativan or Klonopin or something but even though they gave me some kind of like sedative I was tripping harder than I've ever tripped in my entire life. And that was the first time I've ever been on acid. So um, that kind of, you know, planted this seed of intensity when it comes to LSD. And I had done mushrooms before this, but nothing, nothing ever like this. So yeah, my friend was comforting me. I remember at one point I was kind of like freaking out and I didn't know what to do and I thought that I was going to die and obviously, I mean, I was seeing kaleidoscope tunnels for what felt like three hours. Um, And I remember he kissed me and that kind of like put me back to earth and that kind of like grounded me and centered me because just that act of love, just from my friend trying to calm me down, I think really just like gave me that, that um comfort and that that spark of like it's gonna be okay like it's fine just focus on me he kissed me because he was trying to get my mind away from what was going on so it wasn't in any way like weird um i think it really helped me get out of the the scared trip that i was in and then i think right after that i started feeling better I started feeling, you know, ready to get out of the medics tent, which was awesome. So we actually walked out. And I remember um, just the first moment walking out of that medics tent. It was like I had entered a world that I had never been in before. You know, it was like. It was still kind of light out and it was the Sun was starting to set and I just remember looking up looking around and feeling the air on my skin and feeling every sense was just super heightened and like the the weather in San Francisco was really chilly and and I was just ready to get out of that tent so it was almost like I was reborn You know, when I went into that tent, I was pretty much dead. Don't know what happened. Glad that, you know, I was somehow lifted out of that fucking crowd um, and into that medic's tent. But when I left with my friends out of the tent, I was reborn. And I felt I wasn't the same. I definitely wasn't the same anymore. I, I, you know was a new gab for sure because i had faced one of the most traumatizing moments of my life but I, I i needed to move on i needed to continue the evening at the festival i couldn't i couldn't be scared the whole night i couldn't sit there and, and be terrified the whole night because then that was going to ruin my friend's time and that was going to ruin my time as well and i didn't want that um and i think that since i was still tripping it was easy for me to just keep keep walking, keep moving, you know, ev- when everything is just so intense when you're on acid, so um, when, when we were outside, I was in better shape. So, I remember looking up into the sky, and I saw flying dinosaurs in the sky, um, and the sky was just rainbow colors, like sorbet colors, and um, It reminded me of those lamps that I had when I was a child um, that kind of spin around and there's shapes that go around the the ceiling um, and it turns and turns. That was the sky and it was just pterodactyls and fucking dinosaurs flying in the fucking sky. And I was just like, (laughs) I think that that's what made me kind of laugh and like be so amazed with this with this other universe that I had no idea about, like, I had never tripped like that in my life, and to this day, I've never had visuals like that, um, I'll always remember that, how, how intense that was, and how amazed I was looking in the sky, and how crazy I must have looked, (laughs) looking up at the sky like that, oh man, um, and then, so I remember when we left, um, the evening, you know, was ended and we left the festival grounds and we left Golden Gate Park and we started, you know, walking around San Francisco and we started um, making our way to Haight and Ashbury. And as we're walking down Haight, this group of guys, uh, these this group of hippie dudes, they were like, Oh my god, dude. It's it's the girl that went down in base nectar. And I look back and these people are like you went down in base nectar. Oh my god, are you all right? And I mean, that kind of freaked me out, but I I just played cool and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm I'm totally fine and like I was with my friends still. I wasn't alone. And they were like, oh my god, bro, that was so crazy. Holy shit, here, you want a beer? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And they gave me a Budweiser can, I remember. And I just felt so out of it, man. I just felt, like, so out of my life. Like, I knew that I had almost died. And I knew that something very, very traumatic happened. But I wasn't, I wasn't really comprehending what fully happened until that, those, those guys, you know, since they saw me and that kind of sealed the deal. And I was like, oh, wow, like people saw me have a seizure and go down in base nectar. And like, I just can't imagine, like if, if I was in a crowd and I saw that, I, that would traumatize me just seeing that happen. Let alone having that happen to you. Um, I'm just grateful that I came out of it, and I. It, it still confuses me because I didn't see anything when I was out. Like I didn't see. It wasn't like a near-death experience, I guess, because. I mean, I guess it was a near-death experience, but I guess I didn't die and 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 see another side because I I don't remember anything um but then we went back to the hotel after we were walking on hate and I remember getting to the hotel and being very very confused and just I wasn't talking a lot I think I was just finally absorbing everything that happened and I was just like wow you know like a 20 year old going through that um I remember my my friend gave me a chocolate bar, and I was sitting on the couch in the hotel, and I took a couple bites at the chocolate bar, and I was like, holy shit, this is the best fucking chocolate bar I've ever had in my life. And, like, everybody laughed because, obviously, they they knew that I was still kind of tripping on acid, but I didn't feel like I was tripping, but obviously my senses were still heightened, so... Man, um you know, to this day, I still try to make sense of that, and for the next couple years after that, um, I was still in art school at the time, so I really tried to, to just get over it. I really tried to not harp and not obsess about the situation and, and the traumatic event, but I ended up telling a couple of my guy friends, and I think they knew that I was I was going through, you know, a lot of a lot of the healing from that, so it really, it really stuck with me. And I remember when I went back to reality uh, after that trip, I I wasn't the same anymore. I was paranoid. I was very scared that I was going to have another seizure. I was. I felt like there was a dark energy around me because I was so confused about what happened. And I, I remember how in the crowd I screamed and I remember something really scaring me but I couldn't remember what. And um, I don't know if it's just my mind was playing tricks on me or if, if this was really what happened. But for some reason I, I kept thinking that I saw somebody handicapped in the audience and that's why I screamed. Um, Because, I mean, when you're on acid, you could get scared from anything, but I don't remember. I don't remember what made me scream, and I guess the fact that I couldn't really, like, put the nail on the head as to what scared me so much to scream and maybe trigger a seizure, um, I just automatically thought that there was a dark energy around me, or that there was a demonic energy around me, or... You know, it got really bad. It got to the point where I was I was severely having, like, panic attacks, anxiety. I had to start taking Xanax and Valium. Um, it got to the point where, like, I would be scared to take a shower by myself. I was scared of the dark. I was scared that somebody was behind me. Um, you name it. Like, it started to control my life um, because... I just had so many questions that went unanswered. And I tried to make sense of it. And I remember, this. Was, so I was still in art school and there was no Instagram, there was no, there was no like crazy social media or anything like that. I remember when I, when I was in the lab and I was like doing projects on the computer and stuff, I would go onto these forums Um, these drug question forums and find threads about acid and molly and and the combination of those and see if anybody else had seizures and I was you know I was balls deep in these fucking threads like I was I was messaging people for hours I was spending hours at my art school just like digging into my psyche messaging people and trying to remember what happened and I couldn't I couldn't remember what happened. Like, I could come up with all these scenarios, and it didn't matter. Um, and I just was scared that I was going to have another seizure. Um, but you know, I'm in my late twenties now. I haven't ever had a seizure after that. It was definitely drug induced. Um, and even though it was one of the most terrifying, traumatic days of my entire life, it actually turned out to be an awesome trip. You know, like. I did see things. I I did feel like I opened and unlocked a part of my brain. But um, I'm just grateful that that I, I made it out alive, and that you know I can be here now to to say the story. But uh, it's kind of implanted this this fear of doing ayahuasca because. I have heard several stories and podcasts and conversations about how amazing ayahuasca is, but how intense it is and how you have no control over yourself and how you basically, you know, low key you you, you die, you come back to life, you you have visions, you you have out-of-body experiences and this and that and it's like I'm actually like All About that I've had out-of-body experiences before and I've tripped hard as fuck But it also planted the seed of fear and death because I almost died and Granted I know acid is a completely different drug. I know that LSD is You know, you, you never know what you're getting. Um, I Definitely think that I did too much of it and it was combined with other things. So obviously that's why I had a seizure But I still haven't gotten over that. And even though I have tripped, I've done psychedelics, I've dabbled in them a little bit um, after that, you know, in my mid-20s at festivals and stuff, like whether it be shrooms or I think, you know, the next year or maybe the year after, I did, like, half a stamp of acid once, another another half a stamp another time. Like, nothing crazy. Um, and I've had good experiences, so that was good. You know, at least I didn't have, like, terrifying experiences like like I thought I was going to have. But I think that my body is very sensitive now to, to hallucinogens and psychedelics, which is fine. Um and now that I'm like pretty much sober, and I don't do drugs, and I don't drink alcohol, I don't even smoke weed, um, I am starting to become more inclined and wanting to possibly try ayahuasca at some point in my life. Now that I'm in my late twenties, you know, and i i don't want I don't want to like let this seed of fear take over anymore because I've heard so many amazing. Experiences from people and how they've healed and how they've completely changed their life and they've they've traveled to different dimensions and they got answers and they spoke to their ancestors and they connected to their spirit guides and they 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 worked through trauma and they really like became a different person and I feel like I'm so ready for that but at the same time I am scared and. I I guess I just need to figure out you know how to get through that trauma and how to just let that experience kind of stay behind me and not let it not let it um, project into my life right now. Um, but I'm wondering if any of you guys have had experiences like that, you know, with having a seizure or passing out or collapsing um, on a psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And if you have, uh, feel free to email me um, at gabcohen at gmail.com. G-A-B-B-C-O-H-E-N at gmail.com. Because for a long time, I felt like very alone and very misunderstood. And I didn't want to tell anybody about this experience because I felt like if I told them that I had a seizure when I was on acid... Then, you know, maybe they would make me scared to, to trip again or maybe they wouldn't want me to be around if if they were on acid or tripping or doesn't even matter. I just I just felt very misunderstood and very confused and, and scared. So, yeah, if anybody's had an experience like that, let me know. Just email me. Um, other psychedelic experiences um. I've had some really amazing mushroom trips. I have a mushroom tattooed on my arm, and I had the best mushroom trip of my life at Bonru. And I was actually with the same friend who um, the acid thing happened with. Um, but I was at Bonnaroo. This was the first time I think I tripped like heavily on psilocybin. but. Um, I remember it was, we were seeing Regina Spectre and it was, just, it was just an amazing trip. I remember connecting with strangers and crying and laughing, and I just felt amazing. Um, anyways, part of your question was asking if I had profound experiences in meditation or dreams. So, yes. Um, dreams... Have always been very very intense for me, and I feel like when I stopped smoking weed, um, my lucid dreams became more and more regular. Um, there have been times where I've flown, and you know we all know what lucid dreams are. I'm not gonna like go into detail about my lucid dreams because I don't think anybody really cares, but. Whenever I wake up from a lucid dream, I feel exhausted. So that's just something to take into consideration. If you're trying to lucid dream, make sure you have the entire day, the next day to kind of relax. But um, dreams are so interesting to me because I had a really, really stressful day a couple weeks ago. Um, Just drama came into my life. And at night, I was like, please, God, just please don't let me have crazy fucked up dreams like just just please let me have okay dreams tonight because I knew that if I was gonna have terrifying or annoying or fucked up dreams like it was gonna completely throw me off so I went into the the night with that intention of having good dreams and I saged my dream catchers I saged my crystals I saged my bed I put my crystals in my bed and I was like, just please, God, just throw me a bone. Just please let me have okay dreams. And um, just so happens that that night, my friend Lance, who passed away about four years ago, came into my dreams. And he hadn't come into my dreams in, I want to say, a few months. And I feel like he fucking heard me like he literally heard my prayer to God or to higher source or higher power, whatever you want to call it. Lance is that higher source. Lance is a higher power of energy that that I don't even know. It's 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 beyond my my brain capacity. But I wasn't even like Praying to Lance, I was just praying to God, and I was just saying, "Please, God, just just let me have good dreams tonight. That's all I'm asking." And Lance came in my dreams, and it was just a cool dream. I remember he was he was in there, and um, I don't think that he he realized that he was dead. I think that he's in another dimension right now, and. When he comes into my dreams, I think that I'm just traveling to his dimension of where he is. So, in a way, it's like, yeah, he's coming into my dream reality, but my, my body is here on Earth. But I travel to another dimension where he is living. And I was a visitor because I felt like a visitor. And I remember in the dream, I looked at him, and I I didn't say anything, but I was just like shaking my head and laughing because I was looking at him, and and just the way that he was acting, he was just acting like he was alive, and he was just there, and he was just smiling, and whatever he was doing, I kind of forget at this point, but I was just shaking my head and laughing, and in my head, subconsciously, I was saying, you're so silly, Lance, you're dead, you don't even know you're dead. And <laughs> I didn't say it to him because I didn't have the balls to say it to him in my dream because I didn't want to, I just didn't want to. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't say that to him because he looked happy and because he looked normal and I was just like, whatever, like, I'm not even going to tell him he's dead, you know. <laughs> um, but I truly feel like I, I traveled to his dimension that he was in and when I woke up in the morning, I felt rejuvenated. I felt loved. I think he hugged me in my dream. I don't really remember, but I felt, I felt really loved. And when he was alive, he hugged me all the time. And his hugs, like, were the kind of hugs that hurt. <laughs> like, he would, like, squeeze you a little bit and, like, kind of, like, squeeze your ribs. And my breath would go out. And he was just such a funny, loving soul that I've never actually had a friend a guy friend love me like he loved me so when he comes in in my dreams I I just feel so lucky and so heard and so understood and I hope one day I can just channel him and Just start channeling him when whenever I want and and start being able to lucid dream and bring him into my life or You know vice versa Maybe bring my body into his realm uh, And channel whenever I want Uh, So I'm wondering if if you guys have ever had experiences like that as well Um, definitely if you're looking to have better dreams, I recommend Saging your crystals, saging your dream catchers, saging your bed, writing in your journal, like, the kinds of dreams that you would like to have, that's been helping me a lot. And also, um, I listen to podcasts when I go to sleep, usually, like, Oprah's podcast or um, Aubrey Marcus or, you know, something that's, like, spiritual. So, yeah, yeah fucking crazy man all right just to break up this episode a little bit i wanted to tell you guys a little bit about a company a cbd company that i'm really digging and they're called new leaf naturals on instagram their instagram is new leaf naturals and they do 100 percent organic cbd oil full spectrum cannabinoid oils third-party lab tested, and they are grown out of Colorado. If you are not familiar with what CBD is or you want more information on CBD, I recommend that you go listen to my podcast episode that is all about CBD. I think it's episode five. Don't quote me on that, but just go back into the episodes and go listen. I really dive deep into all the questions that you could possibly think of when it comes to CBD. And it's you know, it's just there to help you understand the different types of CBD and how to get into it and whatever. So, I'm on new new leaf naturals Instagram right now and They just have a really nice tincture. I love tinctures so much. Tinctures are my favorite source of CBD. And they have a tincture that I am taking, and it's more of a higher dose. I think it's like 1400 milligrams in the bottle. And it's just potent. It's good when it comes to my insomnia, my anxiety, my depression. I want something strong and I want it to work. I don't want to have to like take half a bottle of CBD if it's like really weak. I'd rather have a super strong tincture and just have to take a few drops or a half a dropper and call it a day so that it lasts me longer. Um, If you are interested in purchasing any CBD from New Leaf Naturals, you can use my discount code GYPSYLOVE for I think 20% off. And yeah, I recommend getting the CBD tincture that is the 1450 milligram CBD. Um, again, it's all natural. It's amazing. Go to their Instagram. They have a really awesome page. With lots of info about CBD oil. Um, if you have any questions about purchasing anything on their site, go ahead and DM them. They're awesome. Again, they're co- Colorado grown and they're all natural and organic. So it's nice to just know when you're taking CBD that it's all organic, it's natural, because there's so many CBD companies out there right now that it's overwhelming. And I know I know that it's hard to like choose a CBD company, um, but everything that I promote, I have tried and I stand by. So go ahead and check them out, New Leaf Naturals on Instagram and use code GYPSYLOVE for a discount. Alright, so back to the question. Um, Part of your question was about meditation. And I am not a huge meditator, unfortunately. I do love a nice, crazy, juicy Shavasana where I have an out of body experience, which I've had a lot of those because I've been so into like the hot power yoga. Um, since I've moved to Miami and when I lived in LA as well, I remember like I would take HPF at Core Power Yoga, and like that's the sweatiest, hottest class ever, and I would straight up like stay in Shavasana for 30 minutes, and I would pretty much have an out-of-body experience to the point where I was like meditating, but my mind was somewhere else. I was halfway in a dream state and halfway awake, but I felt like my body was just not part of me so that was cool um recently though i haven't really had out-of-body experiences or crazy experiences meditating except when i go to a sound bowl cleansing or a sound bath um there was a sound bath that i went to with my friend i want to say three years ago it was a while ago and i remember just lying there and I think the sound bath was like 45 minutes and I completely went to another realm I that was probably the most intense out-of-body experience I've had just by meditating but the sound bowls and like the sound bath like that gets me like that shifts me into another space so much easier than me just sitting there and breathing and listening to my breath like I need I need some kind of extra like push into that dimension because I'm not a pro meditator like I just you know I'd love to get deeper into it but it's just challenging for me so if I'm in a yin class or a restorative class meditation comes much easier for me um I've really want to start getting more into the sound baths and the sound healings because that shit is so real and so raw and it just snaps you into this other dimension. Another way that I've had profound out-of-body experiences by meditating is when I get acupuncture. Um, for a while I was going religiously to my girl Devin who does acupuncture here in Miami and um, she does acupuncture at exhale which is where I teach and she does her own private practice as well um but I was going to her like once a week religiously for a while and then especially during my when my arm was broken throughout the summer I think I was going to her a lot too um but I remember so she would you know needle me I would tell her how I was feeling and she would you know According to how I was feeling she would put them in my feet in my legs in my shins in my chest my arms My face literally everywhere my stomach She would do a lot of cleansing and colon stuff for my for my stomach because I was going through a lot of gut health stuff This is when I was drinking a ton of caffeine and and eating a ton of sugar so now um, I'm doing a lot better with my gut health, but um so she would put all the needles in she would dim the lights And she would just leave for, like, 30 minutes. And I remember I would instantly fall asleep. Like, I wasn't awake. And most of the time, I wasn't fully, fully asleep. Like, I wasn't just, like, laying there snoring. I had an out-of-body experience. Um, I would just feel so fucking relaxed. I would just kind of soften into this space of surrender. Because once the needles are in, they're they're in those pressure points and your entire nervous system is just like cleansing itself of heaviness, of toxic energy, of trauma. And I just remember feeling like reborn after each session with her. I would feel like I just took... The most amazing nap of my life I, it felt like I slept for 10 hours and I would come out of it feeling refreshed and rejuvenated and just happy like t- just my brain felt different and and then there were times when maybe I didn't fall asleep so fast but I would put music in my ears or a meditation or sound bowl sounds in my headphones and that would help me a lot to kind of just have this like flat baseline of like really calm energy like pretty much like half asleep not really like just hitting the surface but yeah if you've never done acupuncture I really recommend it and I know that sometimes it's expensive you can find Groupons Um, if you live in South Florida I really recommend my girl Devin You can find her on Instagram, actually, and her Instagram is AuraPuncture, so A-U-R-A Puncture, P-U-N-C-T-U-R-E. I'll put that in the show notes, but she is amazing, and She's registered. She knows a lot about Chinese medicine and Ayurveda and candida and gut health. And I really, and Chinese medicine is just, it's so helpful when you're trying to heal your gut and your thyroid or your hormones or anything like that. So I truly, truly recommend trying acupuncture. If, if meditation is something that's challenging for you, but you really want to get into acupuncture, um just just do it just do yourself a favor and and just do it you definitely won't be disappointed because like I said once the needles are in it's like you get shot into uh, another dimension um so yeah try it out I think you'll love it thank you guys so much for listening to that psychedelic episode of the vibe within I love diving deep into questions that you guys send me. Um, It's fun for me, and I hope that it's fun for you to listen to some crazy stories and resonate and know that you're not alone. Definitely feel free to email me at gabcoen at gmail.com. If you don't follow me on Instagram already, my Instagram is gypsyloveflow. Feel free to DM me with questions. Um, if you're DMing me with a long question or a short story or anything like that or a reflection of something that you heard in one of my podcasts, just go ahead and email me because it's really hard for me to look at all of my DMs and read all of the DMs that are long and it's just easier for me to go through emails. I feel more aware and focused when I'm in my email instead of Instagram. So yeah, feel free to connect with me and also... Please subscribe to this podcast if you're liking it, enough to to subscribe, obviously. Um, Why subscribe, you ask? Because for new podcasts like mine, when there's more subscribers, that means that new podcasts can rise to the surface and be noticed at a higher level in the podcasting community. And even though I'm a one-woman show, I really want my podcast to be recognized, and I have lots of guests, more guests that are coming on to the show, and interviews, and all sorts of awesome stuff in the works for you guys, so um, subscribe, share with a friend or family member, you can screenshot this episode, you can also share an episode and text it to somebody, you can just click the three dots in either Spotify or iTunes and click share then do copy link and you can just copy that link and send it to all your friends in text or send it to your mom and dad if they don't know how to use ipod or sorry podcast apps Um, but yeah also reviewing and rating the podcast helps a lot because the more ratings and the more reviews that new podcasts have it just helps liven up the feed and it makes people more inclined to go listen. Because if I go onto a podcast and I'm like, oh wow, they have like a thousand reviews. That's pretty fucking awesome. I, I guess it's an awesome podcast. So if you enjoyed my podcast or any of the episodes, please share with a friend, or family member, co-worker, whatever. And leave me a rating or, re- or review. And let me know how you liked it, if it resonated with you. Um, I love to hear your thoughts. And Thank you so much for just sharing space and time with me. So yeah, until next time, we will chat soon. Thanks for tuning in to The Vibe Within. See ya.